Hey guys, thank you for joining us today. I think we have kind of a, a fun topic today. Um, hopefully we can provide some advice and some tips on, on the things that we do when we happen to get out of our normal routine or we're away from home. And then um, maybe you guys can chime in uh, when we get to the end about some of the things that you do that you find helpful. We obviously record these and we share them in the groups that are outside of just the Eat to Perform members. So I think we get a lot of use out of um, the advice we provide and the um, feedback that we get from you guys. So anything you wanna share, we would love to hear that. If you have been on Building Blocks before, then you kind of know how this works. Um, in the first part, we are just going to introduce ourselves for those that are new. Then we will turn it over to you guys to type in. Um, you do it where the questions are. I think you can raise your hand, type in a question, and then we'll kind of go over some, some achievements this week, whether they're scale-related, non-scale-related. We really like to celebrate those successes. Um, then we'll get into our topic. and some tips and then Q&A. So uh, this time we don't have a special guest speaker, but I do think that Amber, Ed and I are super knowledgeable on this topic. So I will start. I am Susie Glassman. I tried, my webcam is on, but it's not showing myself. So I apologize for not being on camera right now. Um, hopefully I can figure out what's going on with it. Um, but as many of you know, I've been a coach since 2015. I have been on uh, lots of vacations and traveled a bunch and managed to either maintain weight or to even drop weight. So I am happy to talk about this with you guys. Um, Ed, you introduce yourself. Sure. So, yeah, I'm Coach Ed and I have been with Eat to Perform since last year. Um, you guys already know me if you've been watching these, but I have a bachelor's in exercise science. Really love what I do for a living, helping you guys out. So, um, yeah. Amber. Hey guys, Amber here. I, um, same thing as Ed, been, been a coach for a hot minute and super excited to talk to you guys about, talk to you about how to handle being away from home or being home and having people over and events. We get lots of questions about that in your reviews of what to do, how to handle it. And guys, we're here to help you today with that. Susie. Cool. All right. Well, so then we will go into this part. This is where we ask you guys to talk about your achievements, things that you were working on this week. I know we're putting you on the spot, so I'm going to give you a minute to think about it. Um, I will start with mine. Um, not a huge accomplishment, but I did uh, take some progress pictures this week. I realized that I hadn't taken any since February, and I like to take them once a month. So even though my weight is stable, I could definitely see some um, body comp changes that I was excited about. So um, if you're not taking progress pictures, I highly encourage you to do that. I use an app called Fit Stitch, F-I-T-S-T-I-T-C-H. Um, it will keep your pictures um, privately so they're not on your camera roll. If 
If you don't want your kids accessing your progress picture photos, I have them in FitStitch. And then it also um, conveniently allows you to do before and after. So that's also a little tip. Amber, how about you? Um, I have made it through the week and it's Friday. I think that's my win. I'll be honest. <laughs> I have three kids and I had one awards night for one. I had a graduation night for another. And between events and all that those two things entail and practices and end of the year projects, it's Friday. I've made it. I think that's a huge win for me. <laughs> I agree. That's awesome. What about you, Ed? All right. So last week um, I talked about, or well, the last building blocks thing, um, I talked about doing fat loss right now, and I am down seven pounds since starting almost a month ago. So uh, nothing necessarily new or different this week, but just an overall, like uh, a new low in, in weight. So thought that was pretty cool. That's great. And you're managing your, the hunger and everything well. Yeah. Yep. Increase the food volume. That's the key. All right. Um, all right. So, Amber, this time, can you see the comments there? I can see some comments and questions. Yeah. Awesome. Keep, them all right. keep them coming in, guys. We've got an amazing prize this week. You're going to love it. In fact, when I showed Ed and Susie what I wanted to give away, they're super jealous. So sure. yeah. make sure you participate in this building box. All right. So with that noted, I'm taking a look and let's see. Um, Janelle is down 10 pounds and fit into an old pair of jeans today. Awesome. That's exciting. Um, oh, this is a good one. So Sarah says that she faced her fear and asked a trainer at the gym to help her out on some new lifts. Fantastic. Way to ask for some help to learn how to do something correctly. That's great to help build that confidence. Um, let's see. Ooh, Claudia signed up for neurotype training. You're going to love that. You will absolutely love it. Um, oh, my gosh. Andrea said, I prepped well enough this week to be able to take a little time to relax in my hammock. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Good for you. I love it. And Aaron says, I got my hubby to sign up. Fantastic. Having somebody in your house that does eat to perform or a friend that does eat to perform with you, creating that support system is so valuable so that you can share ideas. That is awesome. Super cool, guys. Susie? Yeah, I agree. That here's one tip. If you are going through fat loss, make your husband go through fat loss with you. <laughs> I think it's super <laughs> difficult when he's over there eating all the calories and you're not. So, so maybe that's just a marriage tip in general, but that's fun. Good one. Yeah. Keep going, Amber. Um, sorry. I one more just came in. And it says, after my first week of recomp, I'm down about um, I think that's four, not a fourth of a pound, four pounds. And feel fantastic. And bought a new pair of jeans the next size down, and they fit. Fantastic job, Hope. That's super cool. Yes. Um. Okay, one last one. I know, I know, we've got to move on. We're going to be here all day talking about all the fantastic stuff. 
that you guys are doing. Um, Janelle says, I got a PR on my hip thrust as I was coming out of fat loss at 2.05. Wow. Good job. All right, Susie. Yeah, um, I saw one from Danelle. Maybe you didn't see that, but she says she's moving into PR in four days, so performance recomp, and she's embarking on a new journey after a lifetime of dieting. Scary but exciting. Um, yes, I understand that, and I'm excited for you, too. Um, I think your body is going to um, really enjoy this next phase, and a lot of times I see people who have you know, you've pushed the low end calorie rise for a long time. And now I think, um, you know, it's time to try something different and see the results you get. So I know it's scary, but hopefully um, you just will communicate often, use the message of coach, and uh, we will help guide you through it. So I just wanted to make sure we got to that one too. All righty. So let's Talk vacations. Ed, you're up. Amber's up, actually. Amber's up, sorry. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about vacations, whether it's a staycation or a vacation. So calories matter before you go. If you head into a vacation at a calorie deficit, so out of fat loss or under eating, then your body is more sensitive more insulin sensitive and you're more likely to store fat so that's one of the reasons that the coaches will say hey not a good idea for you to start fat loss and then get on that cruise so instead let's hold this performance route get on the cruise and then come back and do fat loss so if you're in performance and you go go on vacation then when you come back and your weight's up a little bit it's most likely just water weight if you go into vacation at a deficit and come back and wait up, it's probably not just water. You've probably been eating a lot of other stuff. So calories matter before you go. To work out or not, um, I've done both. So I've gone on vacation, and, man, I've been that crazy nut that goes to, you know, the gym, and I've also been the one that doesn't go to the gym at all. So you've got to find what works for you. But it's a great opportunity on vacation if you want to drop into a CrossFit gym. Super fun to meet other like-minded people. Um, or to go for a run on the beach. Or to try something new that you haven't done before when you're on vacation. At the same time, it's totally okay to just focus on lists. Get some steps. Go sightseeing and hiking. Rent a bike. Ride it on the beach. Do that kind of stuff. So. It's truly up to you. You can use it as an opportunity to take a break and allow your body to rest and heal. It's an opportunity to try new adventures. Totally up to you. Both are great. There isn't a right or wrong on vacation. To use the hotel scale or not is a question we get all the time. You can use that, but if you're going to, going to use the scale, then enter that weight in your journal. Not in the MyFitnessPal where you log your weight or in the app under weight. It's not the same consistent scale that you're using at home that we've been tracking for the last six months. So that hotel scale may be a little bit off. But it's a great way to check your weight kind of as a barometer over the week that you're away from home. It's also not necessary. If you want to take the week off of weighing and mentally that puts you in a good headspace, that's okay too. Just make a note in your journal so we're all on the same page. 
kind of like letting your mom know what time you're going to be home, then, then we know what's going on and know when to expect a wait. Navigating the breakfast buffet or any buffet or a cruise or wherever there's lots of amazing, delicious food when you're away from home. So instead of strapping on some feedback and getting out, you know, your sweatpants and making it all fit, let's find some balance in there. So when you go up to a buffet and they've got a variety of things, be selective of what it is you want to try. So put just a couple things on your plate. You don't have to take one of everything just because it's available. So be selective and try it. If you're at a location for a couple days, Maybe you try one or two things one day and then a couple other desserts the next instead of all of them every single night kind of thing. So be selective, but also focus on getting some protein, fruits and vegetables first and then maybe go back for those, you know, danishes or something that looked really good. Alcohol. All right. We get lots of questions about alcohol. How do we make that fit? Well, Something to note about alcohol is that when you drink, and um, don't get me wrong, I love a good IPA, and man, I can throw down some wine, but let's keep it real here. So when you drink alcohol, your body stops metabolizing food, and the emphasis becomes on processing the alcohol. So let's be smart about what we're doing when you're drinking. So if you're drinking a whole bunch of alcohol and you start to eat, then eating a whole bunch of food or making some kind of, you know, decisions on food quality that aren't the best, you know, those that bag of Funyuns and Cheetos start to come out and you're just like, eat them all. What happens is your body starts to store that as fat because it's focused on metabolizing the alcohol. So if you're going to drink, do it in moderation. There's my little mom hat. Do it in moderation, as well as be thoughtful of it. So I'm not saying you can't have a beer. I'm not saying you can't have a glass of wine, but know that it's also going to uptick the scale. So expect that. And that's okay. It'll come back down. Don't stress. Um, relax. So uh, vacation's a great time to unplug, unwind, and mentally um, focus on your Focus on your recovery. Focus on your family. Focus on you. So just take a break. And if you're going to do that and unplug, great. That's fantastic. Just let us know in your journal. That's super helpful. Or else we start sending you messages of, hey, where the heck are you? And the post-vacation weigh-in, the dreaded day back that you don't want to step on the scale and let, you know, all of a sudden it's like, kind of shit gets real and you got to atone for everything that you just did for the last week, just put it in your journal. It's one weight. It's one day. The scale ticks down the next day as you reacclimate to eating normal food and drinking water and going back to the gym and your normal routine. So put it in there. That helps us out so that we can help you. Ed, do you have anything to add about vacations? No, I think, I think you nailed it actually. Susie, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I'll just add um, a little bit. First of all, if there are 52 weeks in the year, and say you spend three of those weeks on vacation, just put it into perspective. Um, there are 
uh, let's see, 49 other weeks of the year where you can work on, you know, whatever it is you have, whether you're wanting to drop weight or add muscle or all those things. So I always encourage people to look at the, the bigger picture, not to panic when you get home. Um, I would focus on making memories. Um, you know, vacations are expensive. So don't waste that time feeling um, nervous about what you're eating or feeling that you, you know, have to get a workout in every day. I will say that I work out five days a week when I'm at home. So when I'm on vacation, I don't. Uh, that's just my personal rule of thumb. Um, and I focus on spending the time either with my husband or my whole family, whoever whoever is there. And then, you know, if somebody wants to go for a walk or play some beach volleyball or whatever, that's cool. But I don't, I don't force myself to get to the hotel gym. And then the last thing I want to say is, um, I went on um, quite a few vacations last year, so we're not going on very many this year, but we went to Hawaii for 10 days. Um, and I can tell you every single time my weight was up, but within seven days, I was back to my pre-vacation weight. So um, if you give it some time when you get back um, and just get back into you know, working out and getting your stuffs and eating the right foods, that I promise you it will come down. So um, that's part of that, just not freaking out when you get home. Okay, actually, else? Oh. go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, usually when I go on vacation, I'm always in performance leading into it. And almost every single time, my the scale is down when I get back. So that's one of the benefits actually, because if you're so well fed and you're really pushing it in the gym, um, oftentimes like you will see actually that your weight might be a little bit less or right around where you were when you left. So that's why it's also a great idea. Um, a lot of the times my family's like, how, how did you not gain any weight or how are you less in weight? It's just because I don't, when I do go on vacation, I usually don't track. I just enjoy it. Um, mainly because I just don't, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I just want to enjoy it. I don't go, you know, a few, like on four vacations in the summer. Um, usually one or two and it's like five days or so. Um, and I kind of just enjoy it. I, I learned to eat intuitively um, and my weight's usually down. Yeah, good point, Ed, thanks. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about work-related travel. So I used to travel quite a bit um, in, a, in a prior life. My husband travels all the time. So um, I get that there are quite a few ETPers that have you know, hectic schedules where they're on the road all the time, or, or even if you're just on the road a couple weeks out of the year, um, there are some tips we can give for that. So if you are someone who travels a lot for work, you are going to need a plan <laughs> because it's not just like vacation where it's, you know, one to three weeks out of a year. This is going to be happening much more frequently. So my number one tip is if you have a choice in where you can stay, so if it's not like some big national meeting where the company is putting you up somewhere, um, I would look to stay in a hotel that has a um, refrigerator, a microwave at the very least. Some, some hotels will offer like a fridge and even a, like a full-on kitchen as a choice. You just want to make sure you're not eating every single meal out. So um, part of planning ahead um, skipping a bullet point there is being able to pack snacks and to grocery, excuse me, to grocery shop when you get there. So um, if you're traveling by car, then then clearly you can pack 
um, you know, things that will help you stay on track, like protein powder, protein bars, um, you know, pretzels, beef jerky, things like that, that will fit into your plan. Um, if you are flying, then that's not really going to be as much of an option, but hopefully wherever you are, you can grocery shop and just pick up those items that are going to keep you from, you know, binging on fast food and, and cookies and, and all those sorts of things. So um, if you are at a hotel where, you know, it's a company, company chose the hotel, there's no refrigerator, no microwave, those sorts of things. And, um, you know, it's a little bit more difficult, but I still encourage you to, to sneak out um, early and grab, um, you know, go down to a Walgreens or something that you can get to and at least get some some protein bars that you can eat um, for long meetings when um, you know you're you're kind of completely reliant on whatever the the hotel is catering. Um, usually, there's some fairly good choices. There'll be salads, um, hopefully some lean protein and and some carbs that uh, won't just totally destroy your fats, but I would say focus on protein. Um, protein will make you feel full and keep you from hitting up the dessert choices. Is there a hotel gym? Now in this instance, I'm going to tell you to try and find some time to move or to work out. So um, usually there is some sort of hotel gym. Um, if you can do or you know use whatever equipment they have or do some type of body weight exercises, push-ups, squats, sit-ups, those are always a good choice. I think there are even some apps that can randomly give you a workout um, based on the equipment you have, so you can look into doing that. I always enjoyed, after sitting all day in meetings, trying to grab a couple friends and go for a run. Um, it was always a great way to see the city that I was in, or I would even plan to meet some friends early in the morning before the meetings would start. So I do think it's important to not let your exercise completely drop off, especially if you travel a lot. So like I said, snacks, grocery shopping are key. And then if you have big dinner meetings, if you're taking clients out to dinner, maybe it's a, like a national sales meeting and, and it's awards night and you know that the uh, food is going to be plentiful <laughs> along with the, the drinks and, and all that goes with it then I would just plan your day around that. So, you know, keep your fats really low throughout the day. Focus on some protein for breakfast, protein for lunch, and then you'll have more uh, carbs and fats to save for dinner. And then use any breaks that you're given to walk. So if you are, um, you know, catching up on phone calls in, on your breaks, walk around while you're doing that. Uh, even just these little 10 minute walks are going to help you because if you get three breaks during the day and you take three 10 minute walks, that's 30 minutes right there. And that will keep your body burning calories constantly. Um, you guys have any tips for work related travel, Amber? No, like you said, I would back plan my day. If you know you're going to have drinks, go ahead and enter that underneath the dinner tab in my fitness pal. If you know you're going out to a steak restaurant, and you're probably going to have steak or chicken or something like that in a salad, go ahead and enter that stuff and back plan your day to work you to breakfast. And that can help you make sure that you get 
enough food throughout the day and you don't starve yourself until dinner and then all of a sudden spaz out and eat a day's worth of food in one sitting. So, Ed? Yeah, I think I think that's good. You kind of see one my thunder for the next slide, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I will say that flying a lot, you notice when you, you're you on a long flight and you get off the plane and your rings are tight on your fingers or maybe you took your shoes off during the flight and now it's a little bit harder to put them back on. Um, flying can cause your cells to expand. And so sometimes your weight can be up just from the mere fact that you took a long airplane flight. So that's another thing sometimes I see in journals, someone panicking about how they did well when they traveled, but then they got back and weight was up. Um, sometimes it can just be from the flight. So I wanted to point that out. Okay, turning it over to Ed. All right, so well, the slide's still not changed yet. Oh, maybe your oh. computer's slow. I did change it. All right, it's good now. Okay, so I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to talk about holidays and celebrations with you guys. So um, what we want to do is try to keep it to one day. So if you're going to a party, so maybe you have something going on for Memorial Day or uh, the 4th of July even, uh, you're going to be, you want to try to back plan. So you want to kind of eat a lot of small meals that are high in protein. So you have a lot of carbs and fats um, for the party or the celebration. Um, so don't try not to take home the leftovers. Uh, just try to enjoy it that one day. And if you're hosting it, then you already know what's in those leftovers. So you could probably fit them anyway the next day. But we just don't want to continuously track um, things that we're not really sure of the macros. So one day isn't going to mess up your progress. What I always consider to all the Eat to Perform members um, is to change their super day to whatever day that they're planning their celebration or if it's a holiday, uh, just so you get more calories and uh, just so you could enjoy it more. It's not a big deal. Um, something that I also would recommend is bring your own dish, uh, especially if you're in fat loss, something that you know is macro friendly. Um, and something that you can track so you can uh, just not be the weirdo just sitting around and not not enjoying um, your time and being afraid to eat everything. At least you can have something that you enjoy uh, that you can fit really easily into your plan. Uh, Susie or Amber, do you guys have any specific dishes that you like to bring to parties? I, I do that a lot, especially at my mother-in-law's. <laughs> I know. Um, I tend to bring, like at holidays and um, Thanksgiving, I'll bring my own version of a sweet potato casserole or my own version of a green bean casserole or, you know, things like that. So depending on the holiday. Um, for Memorial Day coming up, and a favorite of mine is watermelon with feta, or I mix it up and I do watermelon with green olives. So I've got my carb and my fat. Because there's usually at a barbecue some chicken wings or grilled chicken or a burger or something like that. So I feel like I have a little more control. So I try to bring um, some fruit or a vegetable. You tend to find more casseroles or things like that. So I try to keep mine pretty simple. Susie? Yeah, I was just going to say I like to bring, especially in the summertime, um, like a fruit salad 
or some strawberries and bananas mixed together, I find that it gives you that sort of sweet craving that you might be looking for after you eat. So you can you can skip dessert and just have, you know, still have something sweet. Um, so I would say that's my go-to in the summertime. And then at other times, uh, when we're just getting together, I like to bring um, vegetables, uh, something that I know at least is I can eat quite a bit of and feel full with. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, that's good ideas. I don't like for me. I, I, I mentioned earlier that I don't really track when I go out. I just try to keep my meals small and high in protein, so I can really enjoy the rest of the day um, without any really negative impacts. Um, Another thing you can try to do is try to plan an activity for the day. So since it's the summertime, I know when I go to my cousin's house for uh, Memorial Day or the 4th of July, we play volleyball or we play ultimate frisbee, something like that. That'll just keep uh, help you keep moving and burn a few more calories to burn off all the food that you might enjoy to eat. And then I already mentioned this uh, protein to manage your hunger. So. Protein is definitely uh, very uh, satiating. So if you have smaller meals high in protein, like I said, you'll have more carbs and fats for the party, which is typically what you find in par uh, party foods is just foods high in carbs and fats. And then just enjoy it and try to create memories, as the slide suggests. So it's time like for each to perform, we're very much about living life on life's terms. And just trying to enjoy your time with friends and family. You don't want to isolate yourself from going out to parties. If you have one bad day of eating, it's not going to ruin all of your progress that you've made. Uh, so it's all about the overall consistency of how you've done following the plan. And you know you don't need that. You don't need to be perfect and spot on. I know you're not going to be able to control all the foods that you're having at the party. So. You just need to get over that mentality that it's all or nothing. And, you know, if you go over a little bit, it's not an effort day, right? You want to try to just, you know, enjoy it, but try not to go crazy. Um, and just like be just be kind to yourself. You know, it's not a big deal if you go a little bit over. Um, if you're a need to perform member, you're most likely going to be in performance a lot of the times. At least that's what we recommend. So. It's going to be mainly water weight from the sodium and maybe a few extra calories that you're consuming at the party. So try not to be so hard on yourself. Just enjoy it. Once you get back, uh, then you just dial it in and uh, weight will come back down. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. I think um, the key is not turning, you know, one holiday into a week-long event. I know it's not it's not the fall, but a lot of people will take Thanksgiving and Christmas, and all of a sudden it becomes a month right. of of um, excess, I should say. Um, but if you keep Thanksgiving to one day and Christmas to one day, and for the most part you're on track the rest of the time, I think you know when I see someone who is green, um, numbers are green in the app, 90% of the time, and then you have that one, um, you had a girls' night out, or you had Mother's Day, or whatever. Um, it's not, it's so like minimal because you are consistent the rest of the time. And then the other thing that I was going to say about, oh, about using protein to manage hunger. So when I was in fat loss and I knew we were going out to dinner or we were going to see friends or, um, you know, whatever it was. And 
the, um, you know, there was a possibility of eating too much or, or going off track, I would always drink a protein shake before I left. And that would keep me from, you know, sitting there and munching on appetizers or, you know, just all the, the foods that people bring to events like these. Um, and so that was one way to keep myself on track just because um, I wasn't as hungry. So Amber, how about you? Um, I, I think all of these are great tips and suggestions and arm people to make the decision of what's most important and deciding if it's about the event, the celebration and the memory, then that's okay. Live it, own it, do it and move on. If it's fat loss and it's Memorial Day, then stick to your guns. You're in fat loss. That's 24 days. You can do it. Uh, but I mean, if it's, your kid's birthday and you're having, I don't know, um, strawberry shortcake, somehow work it in and work your day backwards. So I think there's got to be a balance here, too. A lot of these are helpful tips and tricks, but don't let it override the special events, the memories and um, celebrating with friends and family. I, I think there has to be a balance there, too. So I don't want that to get lost. Yeah, I totally agree. And the, and the number one thing that makes me sad when I'm reading someone's journal is when they feel bad about it. So um, they mm -hmm. feel guilty, they feel ashamed. Um, I I um, love Amber's tip, just own it. Like you ate it, it's cool, you're human, you enjoyed the day, you had fun. Um, your kids made you breakfast and, and you know, their little faces are looking at you and you're gonna eat it. <laughs> like, and I, I don't want you to feel bad about it. Um, I never want anyone to feel feel like there's any shame involved in eating foods that weren't, you know, part of your plan. So um, anyway, I just wanted to make that tip. So um, this is time for us to just ask questions. Um, I see uh, some comments already in there. If Amber's gonna take those on and, and give out our prize. Sure. So let me start with a couple questions. Um, let's see. Amanda says, I'm heading on vacation, heading to vacation on, on Saturday to Maui. Holy smoke. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And my tendency is to undereat if I don't track. I start fat loss as soon as I get back. Okay. First of all, good job for not starting it before you leave. Good job. Um, as soon as I get back, got any tips to help me go into fat loss successfully? Ed, do you have any tips to help Amanda when she gets back from vacation to go into fat loss? I'm actually her ETP buddy, so we kind of have conversations. Oh. Yeah. How, <laughs> no, I was just throwing that out to you. That's funny. Yeah, so I think um, just get right back on plan. As soon as you could get organized, um, I think that would be super helpful. The sooner you could get back on plan, drink a lot of water, keep sodium in check, all of those things matter. And I would definitely recommend if you haven't checked it out, um, the last building blocks um, episode that we did on fat loss and how to optimize that. So that would be my tip for now. And then we'll, you know, if you need anything, just use message a coach and I'll get back to you. Awesome. Susie, do you have any tips? Are we good? Yeah, I would say the number one thing, like I know when I come back from vacation, I have zero groceries. <laughs> so plan yeah. to go to the grocery store. 
So maybe go ahead and make a list of all those wonderful fat loss foods you're going to fill up on and make time to go to the grocery store when you get back. That's a good one. I do that too. Usually on the car ride or the plane ride, I'm making a list of everything. I do that too. All right. So Janelle says light bulb moment. Now she knows why a coach took her out of fat loss. Um, I guess because she's traveling out of town. So now all the dots are connected and it makes sense. And Danielle says for anyone like me who can't spend all day in the sun without burning, a gym break is a great way to fill the time between sun tanning sessions. So yes, that's a good suggestion too. Um, let's see. Oh, so Janelle says, I take my meals on the plane with me and always bring my protein powder. So you can pack protein powder in your suitcase. Might need to label it. It can look a little sketchy. You got this baggie of you know, some white stuff. You might need to label it, but um, you can pack some protein powder. That's a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. And she also says, I didn't know this, but that you can freeze a water bottle and carry them on a flight. That they make it past. I didn't know that. Who knew? Um, let's see. So Janelle also says, I love what I love about ETP is that I don't feel like anything is not allowed. I have all the power to set my macros so I can work around with no guilt. I love this. That's awesome. That's super cool. Um, Danielle says, we meal plan before vacation so that we know exactly what we need to buy when we get back. Gosh, you are on it, girl, (laughs) to get ready to leave for vacation. And then you've got it organized when you get home. That's impressive. Um, Let's see. Um, Linnea, I probably messed your name up. I'm so sorry. Um, Suggestions for being at the softball field every single weekend. Oh, my goodness. It is ball season. So all the baseball, softball moms and dads, you are living at the ball field. So number one, go get you some sunscreen, head to the store, buy a value pack and a hat because you're going to be there all day. Um, Suggestions for being at the ball field. Susie, do you have any suggestions? Um, If it's within driving distance, if you can pack a cooler, you know, throw some ice and Maybe pack your sandwiches, pack some fruit, pack some water. Uh, just see if, you know, as I know sometimes with tournaments, you don't know how long you're going to be there. But I think the best thing to do is have your own food with you so that you're not relying on, you know, concessions, stand nachos and things like that. And yeah. so I would definitely suggest just, or what, what was the post? Is it an ice box or a cooler? I call it a cooler. So, um, yeah. Planning yeah, I mean, that's my tip. What do you guys have? So uh, when my kids have activities and we're away from home, I will pack a cooler full of snacks and food. Um, everything from yogurts to waters and drinks and a variety of things. Um, oftentimes, my kids and I are away from home um, till after 8 o'clock. So that's kind of pushing it with dinner time. So some I'll pack multiple snacks. One thing you can do is also um, make 
like a little, um, almost a pre-dinner kind of snack, something a little heavier, some meat and cheese and crackers kind of thing that you can have for the kids that's a little more hearty than just some crackers kind of thing. Um, if you compare a meat and a cheese with it, that can help um, satiate them. Or my kids love smoothies. So I'll make a protein smoothie for them. Throw in some protein, some fruit, um, some vegetables, and some sort of fat. Almonds, peanut butter, whatever. Throw that in there. And they are chugging that as we're headed to our activities. And that holds them over for a little while, too. Ed, did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I think I think the cooler idea is a good idea. Um, and smoothies, both are great. Uh, you could take protein powder almonds things like that or i don't know I, I just think that's a good idea yeah i also i know with my kids now they i mean it's not necessarily softball or where we're going all day but i will throw something in the slow cooker in the morning and that way i know like my daughter does dance and sometimes her dance isn't over you know until till almost dinner time and so that way i know when we walk in the door that I've already got a healthy dinner prepared, so it's less tempting to be like, oh, let's just drive through McDonald's. <laughs> um, so I do that as far as you know, getting home later, just making sure that that I already know what mm -hmm. dinner is, so we don't, you know, make a a last minute decision on something unhealthy. That's a great suggestion. Uh, Hope says if you take a quart size baggie along through security, you can fill it with ice at a soda fountain once you're in the terminal there you go. here's some travel tips i mean i didn't know any of this stuff <laughs> cool um aaron says when you travel for work and stay in many different hotels during the week do you just input the weight in the journal no way to know consistency really yes the answer is yes so if you're away from your normal scale your home scale and you're at you know 25 different hotels you can still log, that's okay, it gives you a general idea, but put it in your journal. We just wanna make sure that Emma's not bumping you and that we don't have these outliers in your graph. So yes, log in your journal. Hmm. Um, Danielle says, she brings an empty water bottle through security. Keep one filled at all times on vacation so that you're hydrated. Good, especially if you're outside in the sun. And Daniel, team cooler, hashtag. Um, she also says, I choose not to weigh at all on holidays. Is that okay? Um, like for an extended period of time, um, I would, you know, if you're not able to weigh, then you're not able to weigh. I mean, if, if it is what it is. If you're choosing not to weigh because you know you're going to overindulge, that then we've got something else going on to where you're uh, making an excuse. I'm not going to weigh because I'm going to eat this pizza. Well, eat the pizza and own that you ate the pizza. That's okay. Nobody's judging you. Um, but if you're just choosing not to weigh, to not weigh, then, um, oh, wait. She says for three to seven days. I mean, if you're gone and you can't weigh, then don't. Or if you're on vacation and you just don't give a shit, then don't. I mean, that's <laughs> Just let us yeah, know. So I'll say like, this is funny because um, two years ago I was doing fat loss and we drove to Texas. I'm in Colorado. Um, we drove to Texas to my parents' house for Christmas. I was going to be there for 
gosh, probably two weeks. And I took my home scale. <laughs> and my husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, look, I need my home scale. I actually took it with me. Um, so maybe that's something you can do. But last year I didn't because I wasn't in fat loss and I was really just looking to maintain. And, and I figured I could go 10 days without weighing myself and be totally fine. So um, that's just something that I did. So. Okay. So Andrea says, this has been so helpful. I'm spending the day with my mom next week and she has it planned all around the places she wants to eat while in Maine. Ooh, like clam chowder. That's, I bet that's really good. <laughs> uh, it says, I will just relax and enjoy the day. I'm eating the lobster for sure. <laughs> See, there we go. But maybe only a small amount of hot fudge sundae and choose other rest other restaurant food in a way that makes me feel good. Yes. I mean, don't be the total weirdo that's like, I can't go to that restaurant because they don't have plain grilled chicken. I mean, that's just, then you're no fun. Nobody's going to ever ask you to come over again. So go and have fun, but don't use it as an excuse to go totally off the rails and turn one day into two and two into three is all we're trying to say. Find, you know, find that balance. Yeah. All right. Um, Janelle says, I thought about taking my scale. I'm driving. I decided not to. That's <laughs> okay. You don't, have to okay. <laughs> you don't have to take a scale. Okay, so I think that's all the questions that I saw, Susie, unless you saw something that I missed. No, I didn't see anything that you missed. I think we should, you should announce this prize. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> all right, so if you guys have ever seen um, a cooler where you pack all your lunches and they've got them, you know, like stacked and you just take this cute little meal prep bag to work and it's all set, versus my 25 bags that have like four or five Tupperwares in them and I look like the bag lady, you know, that's living in the street because <laughs> I have so many, so many in my car. So what we've got for our prize is a meal prep bag. You actually get a bag with Tupperware that fits in it. It looks super cool, it's really organized and you are going to love it. And I'm so excited to give that away. My I, should have, I should have put the picture in here, but we'll put a picture of it on, um, in the, the building box post because it's cool. It looks so cool. I mean, I think I could fit a small child in this bag. It looks <laughs> awesome with how much food it'll hold. It looks super cool. So my winner of my food prep bag is, drum roll please. I know. Okay, that was <laughs> you drum roll. I did. <laughs> The winner of the food prep bag goes to Andrea Francisco. Andrea, you meal prepped enough to be able to take time to relax. I'm super proud of you for thinking ahead and not only focusing on your physical health and food prepping, but thinking ahead for your mental and emotional health. You've got to have that downtime to relax. It's not just about macros. That's important, don't get me wrong, but it's also important to take care of how you feel and your mood and your emotions. So super proud of you, girl. Hope this helps make meal prep easier. All right. Awesome. All right, well, thank you, everybody. Um, Andrea, Amber will reach out to you. You guys can can get the uh, 
get that situated. But um, again, thanks for joining. We'll be back in about two weeks with another topic. And um, I will post the recording so you guys can feel free to share it. All right. Thanks, guys. Everybody have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.